Hi, I'm James Schillinglaw, and I'm here in the Florida Keys at Mote Marine Laboratory. Well, why am I here? Because, you know, we're all into sustainable travel, and, and this is a place that actually does it. This is, this is a sustainability. They're trying to regrow the coral reefs uh, on the Florida Keys. I'm here with Allison Delushmet, right? And you're the regional uh, director of regional operations yeah. for uh, Mote Marine Laboratory. And Allison just gave us an amazing tour and it's a tour that your clients can get to uh, be just to learn about this because it really is, the, this, this place is state of the art in terms of learning how to regrow coral because as Allison told us, there's only about one and a half percent left in this area, which is really kind of shocking. And we're gonna find out about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Allison, again, I said this is an amazing tour you gave us. You showed us all of the different laboratories. We're in a laboratory now. We are. Uh, but talk about, first of all, what is Mote Marine Laboratory? Mote Marine Laboratory is an independent marine science nonprofit. We're based here in Florida. Our home office is actually in Sarasota, Florida, and there we have an aquarium uh, to showcase our science. We have about 24 different research programs, everything from sea turtles to dolphins to coral. Uh, but here in the Florida Keys, our field stations are focused pretty much exclusively on coral reef research and restoration. What's the island we're on on Florida Keys? We're on Summerlin Key, which okay. is at mile marker 24. So we're about 24 miles from Key West, okay. about a half hour drive from Key West and about a half hour drive from Marathon. Now talk about exactly what how oh, this facility you created dedicated to this project to uh, regrow coral. As I said, unfortunately, there's only about one to one and a half percent of coral left in the reefs. And your goal is to really raise that up and you can do it, right? You're right. So the state of the reef is not a good one. Uh, we have entered into functional extinction uh, during our lifetime, which is a, a pretty hard reality to face. But there's a whole lot of hope, a whole lot of hope that we can bring coral and we can bring our reef back to a sustainable, healthy ecosystem through coral restoration and really through science-based restoration. That's the key. We want to use our science to really help us uh, formulate plans that are really thoughtful about how we outplant coral, where we outplant coral, the type of coral we're outplanting, resiliency, and a lot of research going into it. Now, and we, uh, we got a chance to see some of these where you're kind of growing coral in tanks, and then it's at some point you're going to take it out into the ocean and plant it out there, almost like, you know, you're seeding, seeding things. And, and we actually got to to, to, I won't say saw through some coral because <laughs> you, you basically you cut it up and you put it into little little bits on tops of these little platforms and then you put it in water and it, it starts to grow, right? Yeah, you're exactly right. So we're here in Summerlin Key and we have North America's largest land-based coral nursery. And so what that means is we're growing coral here until it's at a certain point where we take it back out and outplant it on the reef. And the way that we grow coral is through this process called microfragmentation, which right. you did. And it's very simply done by taking a diamond blade jewelry saw and creating- It doesn't, doesn't cut your hand, by the way, I tried it. Yeah, we didn't cut off any fingers today. <clears throat> and so we can saw through and cut those coral into sm small one centimeter size pieces and then glue them on top of these concrete plugs. 
the act of cutting the coral actually activates a growth response. So it doesn't destroy the coral, it actually, they, they like it in a we way. We actually think it's very similar to what happens when we cut our skin. So when we cut our skin, our skin will go into overdrive to scab over and create brand new skin. We think that coral's having the same reaction because when we cut it, it grows 50 to 60 times faster than it would naturally grow in the wild. So we cut it into those small pieces that then grow into those quarter size pieces. And once they're that size, they can then be taken and outplanted back on our reef. And our reef, unfortunately, is pretty depleted. So we basically will clear a spot where a coral head used to be and we'll drill holes and we'll stick those coral in those holes and leave them there. And the coral's still growing fast. And so it's quickly growing back onto that old dead coral head right. and fusing to create the fusing together to create or reskin that coral head long term. Surprisingly, you also told me that you have an asexual way of reproducing coral, but Oh, actually, coral also produces in a sexual fashion as well, right? That's right, and it's actually a very important part of the process. So corals naturally reproduce, or we call it spawning, and they naturally reproduce, though, only once a year. And so you have to capitalize that. It's usually in August, and it's around a full moon. But what we started noticing as we were losing so much coral from disease and other things, that we were no longer seeing corals spawn or reproduce at a collective time together. So we actually had to start taking over that sexual reproduction process here in the laboratory right. setting. So when we saw that. Yeah. yeah, and so we we're growing parent colonies and that we use here in the lab to help create that next generation of coral that we can add into our restoration program to start cutting up and creating new pieces to put back out on the reef. And it's all been incredibly fascinating and one of the best things about this is that you can actually send your clients down here in groups and, and there's there you have regular tours. I think it's every Tuesday, I think. Yes, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. You don't have to make a reservation. You can literally just show up uh, and we will walk you through the entire entirety of the lab to talk to you about the research that's happening, about the asexual reproduction and how it's happening, about the sexual reproduction, and then see all the testing facility and all the coral growing here. And also, if you have a group or something, you'll also make arrangements yeah, for that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. We can take groups and we can make special arrangements for anybody that needs needs that. That's great. So, uh, so and also, uh, as, as Allison told me, that you can actually, at some point, you may be able to cut your own little coral Plant, plant it on, on the platform that you have on and then they'll plant it out in the ocean and they'll tell you where it is, right? That's exactly right. So we're really wanting to open it up to the public to be able to, to have that true experience with that coral, to make that next generation of coral that's going out on the reef and to really own part of the restoration process. So it's a personal thing now. You, you, you have a piece of coral that it's going to grow yeah. on the, on, and re restore the reef. Or you, try, right. you can come here and make a difference. You can come here and be part of the revival of our reef. Now, what, what's, where, should, where should travel advisors go to learn more about this and also maybe book the book, you tell their clients about when they can book and come and do the tour? If you go to our website, which is www.moat.org, M-O-T-E dot O-R-G, you can find out all the information that you need to know. And that's where you'll be finding it. And you can come here and, and watch how coral has grown. 
maybe even get a piece of coral that you're going to follow as it grows and help really restore what's a worldwide problem. It's a real problem here. I've actually just come back from the Great Barrier Reef. I was in the Maldives. Everyone is worried about this situation. Uh, and in this case, unfortunately, our reefs here are pretty depleted, right? Yeah, our reefs actually have suffered a lot worse over the last um, a few decades compared to other reefs around the world and so many other reefs and entities around the world are coming to us to say what can we do to not end up like you um, and so we're sort of on the forefront of the bad part but we hope that we can turn it around and, and get back to now, why, why did this happen just quickly? I mean, is it, it was I mean, you said there was some disease, the coral, and we heard this about coral blanching, things like that. But w what were the main causes why we had this really rapid depletion of our reefs? So we've had a series of stressors that have just been compounding on top of one another. So we've had warming waters. Our water has continued to climb in temperature. We've had rising acidification or lowering pH. Our waters are more acidic because the carbon dioxide that's in the air gets absorbed into the ocean and creates a more acidic atmosphere in there. And then we have disease. And so those three combined with all these other little micro stressors like microplastics and uh, poor fishery practices, we, we just created a really uh, stressful place. And, and just like us, coral, when they're stressed, they're more susceptible to disease. So just because they um, are so stressed out in the, in the wild, that can cause them to get other diseases and have other sicknesses they wouldn't normally get, but they're so stressed out after years and years and years of, of so many stressors that they just can't, they can't survive. Well, so send your clients down here. They can help de-stress the coral yes. uh, and help grow coral back. It's never going to be quite the same as it was, but it's so important to have these reefs restored to at least to some degree. And this organization, Moat Marine Laboratory, is doing it, and you can learn all about it. And I know everyone is into sustainable travel. This is a place that's really acting on, you know, restoring some of our great natural reefs yeah. that, that is so important to, to this area and around the world. Allison, I want to, first of all, remind everybody about the website again. The website is moat.org, M-O-T-E dot O-R-G. Okay, go there, and you can actually help organize a tour for your clients. And Allison, I want to thank you. It's fascinating. I've actually I've been exposed to this a little bit recently, uh, and, and everybody's worried about the Great Barrier Reef. They're worried about in the Maldives and blanching and everything else. And here, you're really doing something about it. We are. It's actually a very hopeful place here. We believe that we can bring these coral reefs back up to a sustainable thriving ecosystem and we're actively doing it right now as we speak and we need all the help we can get so send your clients down to learn all about this it's a wonderful educational but also incredibly interesting experience and here it's all here in the florida keys i'm james Schillinglaw, and this is insider travel report <laughs>